not like that, but you know what I'm saying. You know how that is, <laughs> I, I hear it. I hear it. I like, you know what, man? This podcast is popping. All right. Topics I saw on the week. Mm-hmm. Lupe, Lupe, Lupe Fiasco said he's better than Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is first woman lying state at the nation's capital, which is crazy. Monique and her husband had played DJ Vlad on the non-disclosure agreement for the podcast. We're not having a non-disclosure agreement. I thought about that shit. I need to have one, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just cowboy it out. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe not right now. No. But, but you know what, though? It is a good It is good to get that pot cooking because you don't never know how long it's going to take to get it airtight. You feel me? You never know how. But what he did was he told the nigga Vlad, he told Vlad that, hey, um, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to sign it. I'm going to have my lawyer look over. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> the whole time, the whole time, his lawyer sent him back saying, "Hey, you gonna have to pay us licenses from us. Yeah, we own the footage that's in your camera. Wow, and we gonna license it. And it's like, hold on, how y'all own my footage? Like, it's my camera. He's like, the lawyer said, just put it out. They put a cease and desist. And there's a whole interview that Monica uh, Monique had with Vlad that never came out. Wow, that she was talking some real shit." Wow, Monique that would have been true. big for him, even though, you know, everybody know Vlad still, though. And I think Monique just got paid, too. They're talking about Monique just got, something happened with Monique. She got some money or something like that, too, recently. Uh, Tory Lanez made an album about the whole Megan Thee situation. The Tory story. You listen to it? He little baby. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to talk about. I want to talk about that. I ain't gonna lie. He did. I saw what's the song title? I with that nigga, but at the same time. I just want right. I just want to know the song titles, bro. Who shot you? And shit. I just want to know the song titles. I want to know. I recently hates Jason Whitlock. Yeah. So you know that means that I don't like real nigga. Obviously. Uh, Chuck, Charles Barkley. Jason Whitlock, known fucking Uncle Tom cooning ass. Yeah. Big back ass nigga. Right. Just, and Iverson don't like the press. He say you don't like don't like one nigga. That's Jason Whitlock. <laughs> you know how the press treat Iverson? Know how bad you got to be for a year? Yeah. The only nigga got the press that Iverson don't like. Y'all niggas put this nigga in jail. Y'all niggas is talking about he, he like the complete opposite of Brian Windhorst. You know how Brian Windhorst be riding LeBron Dick to the end of time and yeah. shit. Then you got this motherfucker Jason Whitlock, man, who just... Is staunchly opposed to anything that black athletes do and shit. Yeah, like, man. he always hating on Cam. He, he used to be hating on Dante Culpepper and shit. Hey, what if Jason Whitlock made a cheeseburger story up about Ann Iverson? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, right. The whole time. Just, he just whooping about the whole time. The whole time. He was, like, he, had, he, he was thinking, oh, cheeseburger. Seems like no right, Iverson can afford right. a cheeseburger. This nigga broke. That shit, wow. The whole time. Allen Iverson ain't nowhere near broke, dude. I mean, you met Iverson since you've been in Atlanta? You feel me? Yeah, have you met him? I've seen a man around. See, have you met Iverson yeah, since you've been in Atlanta? Iverson in the soil. He in the soil. Yeah. You said what? I think it was Opera, the one off of yeah. uh, downtown. He was in. He was in uh, Tongue and Groove too. For real? Yeah. He was forever in the club. Yeah. That nigga is down here, shorts. bro. Right. That nigga be down here with some big ass tall tees and shit. Yeah. You feel me? Charles Barkley. Uh, Charles Barkley backs the cops and Brown and Taylor situation. I listened to a two part podcast from the New York Times. It's mm-hmm. about an hour. Very great listen. Gives a breakdown of what the cops did. And that's what, why it's fucked up. So they knocked on the door immediately. No, no, you, you saw the video, right? No, I saw the. I listened to the New York Times report. They listened. They said they knocked on the. This is where they fucked up at. Knocked on the door allegedly. They made it for only forty five seconds. Right. And damn near midnight. So if you were in the bed, you knock on the door damn near midnight, forty five seconds. What? You're random, not getting up. You're not gonna be able to get up, get your shit together, and then they start at forty five seconds. They start busting the door down. So that's when the nigga. Buck back because he didn't really get a chance. To, they didn't give a nigga a fair shot. So then when he bucked back, he hit a cop, right? Cops start shooting back. 
really kind of their fault because they busted in. And then a cop from the parking lot was in the parking lot, wasn't even in danger, starts shooting through the... Uh, from the ground level. From So, yeah, he's in the parking lot. He, so niggas is busting into the apartment. Imagine the cops outside, and they hear the bucking. So it's, they their instinct is buck through the walls. Right. It just starts shooting through the walls, and that... And that's reckless. That's where that's where the charges come right. from. That's where the war comms shit come from. That's where the that's where due process, right? right. Like it's just a constitution. Either either minute. way, bro. To be honest with you, just as a nigga who done played around with pistols and shit, like mm-hmm. you gotta understand. Like once you let that motherfucker rip, what's on the other side of that? The likelihood of them getting shredded, bro, is high. But the, you can't be shooting through the parking lot. You can't be right. shooting from the parking lot. So why the would you? That's what I'm saying. Bro. So why would you just point a gun into a wall and just start busting? You can't see through the wall. You don't know what's on the other side. They had, according to the New York Times report, they had all kind of bad information and shit. And only reason that they went over there because it was her boyfriend's house, and he was in jail. But it was her boyfriend had other trap houses. But you know. If, if you ever goddamn bought weed from a nigga, right? You know you ain't gonna never find a nigga in the same spot twice, bro. And his girl is gonna have he gonna be she gonna have to work on him or around him when somewhere a, nearby in a central location. When he has girl house, so basically he's just so basically a chick was had a whole no a warrant issue on arrest, busted in just because she was dating a nigga. And that that's that's the fucked up part of, of the game. Bro, the, the long and the short of that whole entire situation is that, like, I thought the term police work meant find out the facts, yeah. verify them bitches, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and then go and catch the bad guys. In a fair way. In a fair, a, legal a law, way. A judge can't even really dictate if somebody's life is going to be taken away. They have, mean? they have to have a jury. A due yeah, process. Yeah. Right. So why would you even think that it's okay for a police officer to take anybody's life. Period. Right. Period. They should be they should be operating in a way where they are trying to take as little lives as possible. Right. Remember they said mm-hmm. uh, back and forth niggas, but mm-hmm. I remember they used to say the cops used to be able to shut the water off so that they can't flush it. You ever heard that? Right. That's like, yeah, heard no, that? that's real. They shut the water off so they can't flush the dope down the st- Bro, back in the, the 80s, that's they used to drive a tank through going. niggas' cribs. See, they stopped doing that <laughs> shit. Right, but they had to, though. <laughs> like, what, what, like, how is that killing niggas, right. Right. How is that ethical, I, bro? I, I, I need a fact checker to pull up this goddamn fact, but I'm like 95% sure that somebody got hurt. Somebody, mom, oh, grandmama lost her whole house. Fucking around with With a tank busting through there, and it was she just... And just like it was, so it's saying Brianna, they just, her grandbaby was just fuck, probably fucking around and she got, which is not fair, right? It's not right, bro. Because they're not going to do that shit in um, in Smyrna. Yeah, they're not going to drive up to Johns Creek and ride through a motherfucking <laughs> crib thinking that it's dope in there. They're going to politely knock, <laughs> yes. you feel me? Search for it. They may right. shut the water off. Right. <laughs> right? They, shut they the may water cut off. your power off at the street or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But either just way. Just to make sure you don't flush the dope, but they're going to make, but right. it's going to be... Somewhere where life is not in danger. Recipes around town. Travis Scott gets his own McDonald's franchise. I heard that. Decent. Uh, Saturday Night Live is going back to the studio for the first time. Chris Rock is going to be host. Meg Stallion is going to be the musical guest. Yeah, I would be interested to see if she got, like, a boot on or something like That's that. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, nah, man, she back out here. She walking. Having yeah. a, a thoughtful feet. A thoughtful fall. She ain't break none. It was like a fucking... That's piercing. That's what Tor- <laughs> Tori said that he ain't shoot her because how you know like that's that's what I don't get. I don't mean, but anyway, that's because I always wonder like 
what kind of shot just shoots you twice in your feet? How good a shot is a nigga? I don't know, bro. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I just honestly feel, like I said, as, as a nigga that done played around with guns and shit, and you, you is so irresponsible. Like, if you point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then the likelihood of you hitting anything is 50-50 at that point. You might hit what you're trying to hit. You might hit anything that's in the way, or you might not hit yeah, nothing. Just, just thinking about what kind of car they're in. If it was a sports car, you sit you like this. You, your feet up there by the pedals. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then for you to go over and be like, fire, fire. Yeah. <laughs> Without <laughs> being like, ah! Yeah, right. That bitch probably was all kind of shit. I thought it was in the back of the SUV. So I thought they was in the back of the Suburban, and as she was leaving the Suburban, he just went, bam, bam. Right. <laughs> that was a petty shit. Yeah, got you. And like, then what are the chances you miss every single bone? That's what I'm saying, bro. The likelihood of... Uh, you hit both feet with no bones. If, right. if Megan Stallion didn't get shot, I'm going to be so disappointed. If um, it's all a hoax. Obviously, so I like I bought into it. I'm, I'm so gullible. All right, Michael Bloomberg pays 16 million to get 32,000 felons the right back to vote in Florida. All right, cool. How many of them is voting for Donald Trump though? Let's take a. Um, you know what I'm saying? Let's take the temperature of the room. If it's right. 32,000 motherfuckers who just got out of jail, a I mean, how many of them are voting? Because if it's me, I just got out of jail, bro. I might be high as a motherfucker. No, they, they, no, they like they on the streets right now. It's That's what I'm saying. How many of them gonna still be on the streets? Because the election day ain't till when. These niggas was on the street. These niggas like your. These niggas worked at the at the warehouse. So he just gave a whole bunch of niggas at the warehouse the right to vote, right? Them niggas is probably uh, they're gonna vote for. I mean, you just got. Bro, the right them niggas to vote. are free, living their lives, and the last thing they're concerned with they're is voting. Black. They're probably gonna vote for. Uh, hopefully they do. Hopefully they're sewn into it. Not even registered to vote, bro. Yeah, right. Hopefully <laughs> it was. Hopefully it was baked in, where it's like. Today's okay, like the vote. last day, bro. What right. are you talking about? Uh, right. How many niggas gonna make? Oh, out of the thirty-two thousand, how many gonna make the deadline? Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Hopefully it was baked in. Hopefully, like if they don't vote. Then you niggas go back to jail, like you know what I'm saying, or your charges stick, or you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, thirty five hundred niggas gonna make the registration, bro. Not even. Bro. I bet you a lot of niggas didn't even find. Not even. Them niggas probably done found them a nice little uh, fat chick to curl up next to with a tax return still. Yeah. Uh, somebody got the good link. They probably riding around in the steamer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Somebody probably riding around in the steamer right now, up. bro. I would say that. Yeah, the odds of them niggas. The odds of the niggas voting is very low. Cause you know niggas don't fuck. Cause if you got felony fines out there, bro, you don't fuck with mail. You don't you fuck, can't with, fuck cell, with nothing, bro. You don't fuck with cell phones. You don't fuck with the DMV. You can't fuck with none of the above. So you might like only way that you know you legal is like you avoid the cops. That's <laughs> or if they pull up on you and no shit happen. Yeah, do they pull up and no shit happen? That's right, like, they you know? pull up on you and no shit happen. That's the only way you know you're good, to be honest. Other than that, bro. That's what niggas check their felony. Hell yeah, ass. other than that, your ass in trouble. <laughs> I know niggas like, I was that nigga. Bro, I was one of the niggas. Bro, we talked about that crimes and poverty and shit. Just yeah, bro. Not having it and shit. Now like, niggas bro, gonna I, go down. Like, you think about the check on this paperwork, nigga? Hell no, I'm not gonna look at this shit. Nigga, I tell you, I went to one time. I had to go uh, take my nigga G to the pr- Baton Rouge prison, and when I took him to Baton Rouge prison, I just um, I got them. I didn't get out the car. I ain't. I ain't leave. Cause you knew. I was like, bro, just go in there, handle your business. Don't say I'm here. Bro. Right. Don't tell them niggas nothing. Don't, don't tell them you got a ride. Tell them uh, you walk to this bitch. <laughs> leave it. I'm not talking to nobody. I'm in the car. Man, off. thanks, bro. Cause it's just that level of real where it's like that's really the only way you're gonna know. I'm not getting myself on no cameras, none of mm-hmm. that shit, bro. All right, hey, hey, engineer, I think I covered everything. Y'all want to uh, put in, you want to add something to 
some topics that you that you. Oh saw? man, you know the only thing I would really try to speak on is just like um. Ooh, just maybe some predictions. Almost. What we what do we think is gonna happen? You know, in terms of the whole you know Not the you. fallout around Breonna Taylor. What do we think is gonna happen in terms of just like um. You know, some other current event. Yo, what up, everybody? I want to welcome everybody to a special episode of the number one hip-hop podcast in Atlanta. It is your man, BDD Dollars, a.k.a. The Badass Yellow Boy, a.k.a. Cashew Jones, <laughs> a.k.a. Arizona Slim, a.k.a. John Wesley Dabs, a.k.a. The Tito Torpedo, the founder of Heartland Hip Hop. And thank y'all for tuning in episode number 25. Let's give a round of applause episode number 25. Hey. Hey. And on today's episode, we we have, this is a light-skinned trifecta. It's like the uh, it's like the Sunday night NFL booth. You feel me? My, my dude told me that's my favorite show because it's three light-skinned dudes talking some shit that they know about. You feel me? This might be that podcast. This yeah. is three light-skinned dudes talking some stuff that we know about. So first light-skinned dude I have, uh, I have my co-host, my uh, cons- like what the um and the Godfather contiguary the, the dude, concierge concierge the dude that told Mike when and when to uh, commit the you know the, what I'm uh, saying who whack who not who, whack yeah you know what I'm saying my uh, temperature checker yeah got yeah. them in these streets you know what I'm saying it's your boy T Money what's going T on T Money what you know, up T Money For, former uh, uh, major all league of draft, the above bro former major uh, minor league major league draft ball pick for Cincinnati Reds all of the above went to Southern University Baton Rouge Louisiana man. Uh, Started his own production company, created things that they're still probably using today at Southern. Yeah. Techniques, styles. Yeah. Fathers. Yeah, because what nobody in there doing their own package, bro? I'm sorry, man. Like, no. I love some of y- I love all y'all, really, to be honest, but a lot of yeah. y'all wasn't doing y'all own packages, man. We was, it was me. Um, well, I can't remember the other buddy name. Uh, he was actually on, he actually on the news now, I think. Mike Morrow Carter? Yeah. yeah. And um, it was like one other cat. Josh, I remember, you remember Josh. Josh with the dreads? Yeah, I don't remember Josh with the dreads too much. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I remember, man. It was a lot of cats that was doing some of their own stuff, but they was coming up short, so it was probably like the three of us that was really putting Nice, Nice to have you back on the podcast. Too, hey, hey, it's good to be home, baby. It's good to be back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Escobar season has returned. In this but we are not alone, T-Money. We're not, bro. We have somebody who is from uh, the great state of Georgia, hey. a man who has worked on many... Million dollar uh, executed and well executed visions, plans, dreams. A man, a man who said many great and profound things on the internet. A man <laughs> who was, who was, who was a trend, who was a trendsetter in his style. A man who put, who's also a boss in his own right. I see him putting his own money up, gets projects accomplished. A man who's mm-hmm. out here, he had his shirt on today. Says I am motivated. That that's probably just he, that's just like his. That's not even a shirt, bro. That's a tattoo he got in his chest. Basically, what it <laughs> basically is, right? It is. <laughs> basically. We have the energy energy guy in here, man. man. Love energy yo, guy. Love, hey, yo, clap yo, it up. Hey, yo, look at that. Hey, look at that. Hey, that hey, intro is the dopest fucking hey, intro I've ever hey, had in my life. You feel me? Y'all had some people introduce me, but like, yo, no, that's that right. I'm real. like, this nigga talking about me, girl. I should have wore a suit. Like, yo, that's love, yo. I appreciate that. Perfect, bro. I want. So. This I never did it. Uh, I've been knowing you from last six years. I came down to Atlanta. Seven years, probably been knowing you. Been out here working. And now, where are you from? Where are you born at? 
Uh, I was born in New Jersey. Born in New Jersey. Uh, my family's from Baltimore. Okay. But I was raised here in Atlanta on the south side. You went to um, the same high school as Andre 3000 and Big Boy, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Tri-Cities, East Tri-Cities. Point, 10, Tri-Cities, Tri-Cities. Yeah. Shout out Tri-Cities was good. Yeah, what, all day. What kind of uh, what kind of student was you back in the, in the G-Band? Um, I was a street geek, man. Okay, street geek. I was a street geek. geek. I was a dude that wore the glasses, maybe contest one day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wore a belt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe a crease every now and then. But, you know, um, I was a kid that kind of fit in but didn't. But, like, you know, it was like I got, like, the girls that I wanted but didn't get girls I really, really wanted. Uh, you know right, what I'm saying? It's yeah. ideal. But then the guys be like, this nigga, he kind of, he might be gay. Uh, like, I can be real. That's how that's how they thought. But nah, I was winning in high school. <laughs> right. So I got on the low. On the low. On the low. Okay, you got to watch out for it, bro, because next thing you know, your girl titty going to be in his mouth. Hey. hey that's, the, that's the light-skinned nigga way right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all be mad. They be hating, bro. But on the low, we be winning. Bro. I, t- oh, I, t- bro. I took one of the, so, nah, we ain't going to get it. Was, all that. I did my thing in high school. People got it. I didn't admit you it. Problem with school when I came. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know what it is that what it, that was there. So what was your geeking? What was, what was your biggest geeky thing that you did back in the day of high school? I got uh, an idea, but what are you, I want to. Uh, the biggest geeky thing I've ever did in high school was in ninth grade. I got with this girl named Sharice. So we got together that morning, that afternoon, it was like we met up by the lockers and then when we went to kiss, like we kissed like we missed oh, everywhere. Bro. She was like, oh, 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 we cut, we cut, we cut. Right. Yeah, I remember so, that term, it's over. That's <laughs> was, you, was you a computer geek or was you more of a drama geek? Um, to me, my definition of a geek that's somebody that's kind of like fine tuned in on being focused. Okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I was fine tuned on creating businesses. Uh, I produced music when I was in high school. Okay. I was in the plays. I did television shows. I got keys to cities mm-hmm. all when I was in high school. Um, and so that that's what made me the geek. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The geek, geek, geek yeah. was in uh, elementary school. We got the glasses bouncing off your cheeks and shit. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But more of, I was just real fine-tuned on really being focused on what I wanted to do. So if we okay. had anything to talk about, it had to do with the industry. So when did you make your first? So you made beats even. You was making music back then. When did you make your first beat? I assembled. So what Symbol. I would do is, yeah. What's so I knew the people that made the beats, right? Uh-huh. I knew the people that wanted to make them, that music, wanted to spit. And then I bring them together, and I had like I had my own little Mac computer in my room with the with the I had a big ass twelve in my room, oh, right? And, and we'll record yeah, in the room, you know what I'm saying? And record to GarageBand. Okay. So we did a song. He ain't text me back. That was one song, and then uh, she ain't text me back. Was, was another song. I did it with a group of kids. We performed it for the seniors. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like that was just something that we just did because just I was fine tuned. Now you got the key to the city. You yeah, said you I got, got key to two cities. You got key to two cities. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's where the horn drop go at, bro. Yeah, yeah that's two where cities. the horn drop go. All right, what two cities? What two uh, cities? Baton Rouge, and then the other one. How you get key to BR? Because uh, we went to, I went to college. Yeah, we went to college in BR, bro. Um, so around the time of Katrina or whatnot, I did a television show. Right. Um, and we went out there and recorded something. Yeah. And it had to do with what was going on. It was like we did a Katrina special in Atlanta, and then when we were out there, we were working with all the kids for a different TV show called uh, Thousand Dollar Beat. 
And um, they end up giving me a key to the city for working with the kids on like doing a television show that's about spelling and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. BR, BR is proud of light skinned people that do shit. They really do. <laughs> they uplift us, bro. Yeah. So that's like the birthplace of light skinned nigga rights right there. You know what I mean? Like, if it was ever a, like an activist movement for, for light skinned niggas to just prosper and shit, it'd be right there at that red stick on campus and shit. You know what I mean? Light skinned like, skin people are people too. <laughs> Straight up, our, our lives matter. Right, all my skin lives matter. Our uh, lives matter. Oh no! Oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, so, so you was been making films and everything for a minute, bro. Because Katrina was a minute ago, right? Yeah, that was a minute ago, bro. You yeah, remember bro. being down there, like how crazy it was, bro? And all that? So I went to Lake Charles during Katrina. Yeah, I was there on campus, so, like so. Lake Lake Charles. Yeah, Lake Charles is what's is west of um is west of the west of baton rouge it's like two hours west so that's where y'all was I, that's where i was during katrina no i was on campus during katrina bro like watching the trees blow past like for I was, real bro and then when it was when it I all bet. passed bro it was like you know that that kind of put it in perspective for me because while it was happening to me it just felt like a rainstorm that was like really really intense yeah. But then, like, once it passed and we was able to, like, go outside and see what was going on, like, mm-hmm. the destruction, you know what I'm saying? Like, the bridge in the back got broke. Yeah, okay. Um, it I was, like, that. trees everywhere. The, the the back of campus was completely flooded. Like, you know where Jones and Bowley Hall, Bowley Hall used to be at? Mm-hmm. The circle and all of that, completely underwater, bro. I remember I got back. It was so flooded on campus that there was ants that was from the ground level. They couldn't live. That climbed up the wall. Yes, they was there. They was trying to make it to high ground. Yes, the ants was trying to make it to high ground. Yeah, they were trying to make it to high ground. It was was wild. See, my experience wasn't necessarily. We of course we always see that type of stuff on the news. My experience is when. Uh, the kids from New Orleans started coming to our high school. Yeah, oh, like Suno, yeah. Xavier some, Dillard, well, we got all of them, Tulane. It, it, we started Delgado. fighting. We started fighting, yeah. getting to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we couldn't necessarily. Oh, we was there, was bro. We, yeah, we was all there at the same happened. time. So our campus y'all weren't in high school. Y'all were in college, college though. Yeah, yeah, we our campus college, went though. from four thousand people to nine thousand people. Jeez. In two yes, weeks, bro. it doubled in size. In two weeks, but it's in the same area though, right? Yes, but it's like an hour north. Just imagine a bunch of Atlanta folks. And yeah. a bunch of aliens. <laughs> That's what that shit was like, bro. And they came in. Nah, them folk. Now, when them boys, you got them, but now I'm, I'm like, what? Well, fuck them crawfish. What, what you got going on? Yeah. So it was like that. That, yeah, that yeah. was like the after effect. You oh, know, yeah, you had job, situations like Katrina and then you had 9 11 where it didn't. See, y'all were directly affected. Yeah. Did you see the trees? Yeah. We yeah. were affected. By the waves of the situation, right, right, you know right. what I'm like saying? Y'all, y'all was Houston was Memphis was as a whole Dallas, bro. What was heavy. everybody went? Because I mean, Houston was already real well represented on campus, you understand. But then, like once the hurricane came, and like even though it was a, a small smattering of new Houston implants, no, like, but no, Houston got a lot of New Orleans. That's what I'm saying. It worked in reverse for them, yeah, like yeah. where we got everybody from the surrounding areas. It almost seemed like. Everybody in Houston kind of had that same effect where, like, people were leaving yeah. Louisiana, leaving Baton Rouge, leaving New Orleans, and finding themselves in Houston, completely displaced, and then trying to continue as a student. Atlanta, so like, Atlanta, you had people displaced. Damn near heard stories about people being displaced in Milwaukee. Bro. In Columbus, Ohio had... Uh, just ending up, just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like literally, like just took the whole state of New Orleans and just threw it <laughs> on America, and was like, "Here y'all go." You in know New what Orleans, I'm saying? The North, South New Orleans, because they they starting to bounce back. 
It yeah. really the bounce back really happened during the Drew Brees championship for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's when like people in New Orleans kind of like got their hypest. That was yeah. a spiritual comeback. But that, if you yeah. go back, it was there, so many levels the, to that, bro. It, it's 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 oh, not it, the same. It swag, will though. never be the same. Yeah. Even, even when you go down to the strip and you head into that little strip mall, yeah. when you look at the river. Yeah. It will never be the same. That river was never that color before Katrina. Really? So yeah, what, yeah. what was your first, what was your so you was making these moves doing a lot of stuff in your youth. When you got to college, was there a college plan? Did you go to college? Yeah, I ended up going to college for a little bit. I went to uh, Miami International University of Art and Design. And in, when so, I, in Miami for In Miami. Yeah. Okay. So I would got so from Tri Cities. Well, I I used to be so drunk, bro, at the <laughs> 8 a.m. classes, bro. I'd be so lit. But I was on the dean's list because they yeah. put me into like film classes. You yeah. can't tell me shit. I'm street geek about film. I'm yeah. just fine tuned about it, and yeah. I know the smarts about it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like nailing that joint, but in that joint, like keep your eyes open, bro. Stay yeah. focused, bro. Lit, lit, lit. So I was like, man, fuck <laughs> this shit. I'm about to go back to Atlanta, bro. How long, these, so how long these, that last? How long that last in, in Miami? Uh, Miami was. Yeah. I was like. Probably about almost a year. Almost a year. That's a, that's a nice Spanish story. women, bro. I get pussy every night. Oh, this shit was like everything, bro. Everything. They were like, "You from Atlanta?" Like, "Hey, yeah, shout out what it yeah. is." Because you right. know our language, it was heavier. Our drip was hang- yeah, heavier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like a whole man, new flavor for them. You what? They was like, ah, "That's funny." Show you what my country. Ah, yeah. But yeah, so but I left there, man, and came back to Atlanta. And linked up with some of my mentors slash people I had been working with before um, before I left Atlanta in high school. And those people like John Wheatley, you know, much love. Um, those people gave me a lot of guidance. So when you start bringing up Steve Harvey and stuff, yeah. I, I would have never gotten to that point without going through people like, like a John Wheatley or a John Chafin or um, uh, it's a long list. Um, Chet Brewster. Um, These are producers. These are all producers, film directors, and people with connections that have been working. So, as somebody, there's somebody that's listening to this right now that's trying to get some game on trying to get. Yeah, that, to be honest with you, bro, not to cut you off, but to be honest with you, bro, like, that's what they're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, like, they listen to us because we, like, number one, we're going to bring the funny. Number two, we're going to talk about the facts. And then number three, we're going to put, like, we're going to put it in perspective for you so that you could digest it in, like, a. You know, in, a, in, a, in an intelligent way, so that you could go on and continue to speak about the from, issues from your from your headset in Iowa. You can listen to this, <laughs> right? You can listen to this to, and be like, "Energy God said, Energy God said you that you want to get hooked up with some producers." Well, you want to know the biggest upset? That's what they want to know. They know the biggest fucking upset. What they want? All of that shit is relationships, and it is getting in there and getting that experience. Okay. So that means that you have to put some type of time that's going to be longevity into it. Right. It have to. Like, the relationships and everything have to build. You can't show up on set and they be like, oh, well, uh, such a, James Cooper really liked me. And, like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't fuck give a fuck James if you Cooper. bump into somebody in the mall. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you do a photo shoot with them. I don't give a fuck if you work an episode with them. Like, you really got to spend some time with these people to really understand them, right? Yeah. So I don't I, – I, understand them, get them to incorporate you into their world if that's what you're tr- ultimately trying to do. Right. So what I've seen over the po- – here goes a letdown. If you're trying to do it that way, it's going to be a long time. But the whole thing is is one level up, and that's to be able to think for yourself and do for yourself and create for yourself. I work with a lot of people. I produce movies. I got to produce TV shows. I got to produce fucking music videos. You name it, I got to do it. And this was probably all before the age of fucking 25 years old. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at that point, you realize 
the, what you're going to do is you're going to get so close to that glass ceiling, you're going to get so close to the glass ceiling, that's not even going to seem like glasses there, and you're going to feel like you're elevating where you're supposed to be. And I started to get sucked into that shit. What you need to do okay. as a person that's listening to this and be like, oh, well, I want to produce, produce this and be a part of this, or just create your fucking own. Yeah. If you think your stuff is unique enough, make it go. Because right now, even if it blows up, you're still going to be in the container. Ask Chappelle, ask Will Smith, ask Bill Cosby, ask okay. these people that are going through all this crazy. Ask Trey, uh, no, Tory Lanez. <laughs> <laughs> you know Tory what I'm saying? Lanes. That's yeah. a whole other conversation for a whole other time, bro. But but Tory Lanez had the access to a million people on Instagram at one time. TV shows don't have that type of yeah, they don't have that kind of reach. They don't. Yeah. So what do you do? What are we doing? You right. know what I'm saying? So at that point, he's so fucking lost, he won't even know. Like, people say, independent this, independent that. Young Dolph at that situation would have handled that a totally different way because he understands what independent actually is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. So when digging into it, there is no way to actually do it except for your fucking way so, and believing in what you're doing. So you're, from you getting close to these people at the top, you started to see the value in having ownership and doing your own, and that is the vehicle that's going to propel you the farthest. I, was, I had this saying that you get farther by putting gas tank gas in your own tank and somebody else's tank. So if you're if you're coming into it and you're looking to get next to XYZ producer so you can put gas in his tank, yeah. no, it shouldn't be that. It should be some way they can make your tank run better. You know, I mean he's a master engineer, so think about it like your car. Is that why I'm like think about your car? Yeah. So if I'm trying to get my race car the best, I'm not going to necessarily jump on somebody else's race car team, but I'm gonna get next to a, somebody that got fifteen uh, NASCAR championships yeah, and say like bro, how can I get my car how can I tune my car aka my production the and, best and you know what and here goes the deal even when you get next to them here goes the next letdown they're not gonna fucking tell you that mm. T.I. is one of my cool one of my best friend celebrities let's put it like that because <laughs> I don't have a bunch of friends that are million dollar million dollar friends hundred million dollar friends no. I don't have that right yeah. so he's one of my one of my closest and we talk in this type of thing he's not giving me no handouts no. You know what I'm saying? Like, his wife, like, helped me out some. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, on some shit, they're only going to fuck with you when your shit is working. You did what you're supposed to do from the beginning anyway. Paperwork set up. Yeah. Insured. Right. Not even sense. all of that. No. Grabbing the attention of the folks in order to show mm. that you can make money. So, so, so do you think the concept of people getting... These LLCs and everything is kind of overdrawn. Do you think our people are doing? Too Hell much? yeah, get your LLC because you can collect this government money like a lot of us have been doing to okay. have our LLC. So still, still get the LLC. You still got to have the paperwork, but still, that's not what's going. That's to not be. the razzle and dazzle. That's not, that's not the sauce. No, the sauce is being confident in what you do and yeah. do it right? right. So like, I'm sitting here thinking like this whole energy guy shit. You know me as two mil, right? That's what kind of yeah. what you bumped in. You bumped in that two mil shit. Before that, I was Brandon Thaxon, just a little actor, right? Yeah. So you go from actor, energy guy, this type of thing. So when I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, cool. Now I got this energy guy thing. It's cool. I'm not about to continue to go audition for this bullshit out here mm. that's going to put me in somebody else's movie. Yeah. I'm creating my own fucking brand. Right. Got you. I made me a few hundred dollars off of music that I put out because people want to listen to the shit in the mornings. You got 17,000 monthly uh, listeners on Yo, Spotify. Yo, but wait, wait, wait. wait. So, you so, just started rapping this year, right? No, I started putting music out uh, probably about a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, mm -hmm. excuse me, but you've been putting out music for a year and a half. That is, that's that's a lot of people, because I know people have been putting out music for 10 years and ain't got that many people. But. Yo, so so take us take us back to the, because um, you, you made the, the connection between like you and Tip and like his wife and all of that, right? So, like, take us through that relationship. Like, how was it that, was it that one specific relationship where you felt like, okay, wow, boom, I'm out of here now? 
or was it just like a culmination of a lot of different things? That relationship didn't take me nowhere. Waking up and going forward is what I did. Right. And, and everybody else will try to take claim for a moment of mm -hmm. success that I had. But as much depression that I face and the anxiety that I have, mm -hmm. fuck you if you try to take success that I have. Because the day I, day I wake up in the morning, I try to text you and be like, yo, mm -hmm. this I need some support there and this. And I don't get no message, but when yeah. I see you in person, it's something different. I'm not talking about tip. I'm talking right. about the overall general. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. me goddamn rob my the shit. The reason why I asked you that question is because just like you explained, like, you know, like, like, it's really the steam of your own, you know what I'm saying? It's like your own personal motivation that's getting you to where you're trying to go. So, like, the idea of having, like, you know, I guess what you would consider, like, celebrity relationships or anything like that, even that's not really going to carry you to where you think you're going to go. Because, again, you know, to bring it all home, like, the reason why people listen to this is because they think you have, like, the secret sauce. Like, they think you got the recipe for oh, I whatever do. it is. And but, I but it's your recipe, though. It's, it's specific to energy, God. You see what I'm saying? And, and the point is, is like, yo, if you listen to this, make your own recipe, bro. Like, just because yeah, this right, nigga used Tony Satries, okay. that don't mean that you can't use Laurie's season sauce. Spend time in the kitchen. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Spend time in the kitchen and cook your own ideas. And so once you start to pick up momentum, like these relationships that you develop along the way, that's a byproduct of you doing the work on the front end. Yes. You, 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 you yes. understand what I'm saying? So then once you get to the back end and now you done cooked and it's a finished product, like... You 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 do have a right to stand up there on the podiums and say I deserve this and shit because you did the work on the front end and everything that everybody is acknowledging and celebrating on the back end is like a byproduct of what you did or your ideas or, or you know your own steam that got you to that point. That was why I asked you that question just to make it poignant. Like yo, like just because these relationships fell into place, that's not what. You know, that's not the key to it, bro. Yeah. It's a whole nother level and to then, it. And then I just remember sitting in rooms with, like, 2 Chains and then, like, Robert Townsend and right. Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer and Monique and just sitting in a room and just want to be like, yo, it's either two things that you want. <laughs> Give me, what's the handsome? Yeah, right. Or right. what's the connect? Yeah. I made this music and got into this trap motivation shit because... Mm -hmm. If everybody understood that they were, were a god, the world would be free. And just like they said, if they understood they were slaves, then more slaves would be free. And when I say that, like the understanding and the power of yourself being an actual god, that right there will give you the manipulation, the time, the vision, the space, the energy in order to create what you're trying to create. Now, if you sit there and you already feel like, well, nigga, you know, I, I know such and such, those connections, I done put in a little bit of time and this and that, this and that. And then you feel like that, you, oh man, you can't just put it, you can't have the connections and just make it. Man, he talking gibberish if you just talking about have confidence in what he doing and da 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 You are a lack of mind right now, player. Yeah. You are a lack of mind in order to really make this shit go the way it's supposed to go and really succeed, whatever going in your mind. If you want go-kart world, if you want to win basketball championships, whatever the fuck you got going on, your vision must have to be so thorough that it comes into actual presence. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what happened with everybody that we chase mm -hmm. to help us with the success. Yeah. Like, they was crazy enough to believe that they could do whatever it was they was trying to do. Like, they just, I don't know, you know, I don't know how you get to that point of, like, enlightenment or whatever. I don't know if that's, like, a, you know, it's, it, the journey is different for everybody. You ain't got to like, be a good person to do it. Right, exactly. Like, some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people some people do shrooms and get enlightened. Or, you know what I'm saying? Some people blow loud and get enlightened. Trump is one of them. You Trump is a saying? very, very, very strong creator of what he thinks the world should be. 
You know right. what I'm saying? And he is not a great person in my eyes, but he is <laughs> conquering. So, because he believe he, he going in the direction of what he believe in, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So there's some I talking about people and talking about Trump and the state of the nation. Something that we talked about on the last podcast with Red Sparks, I wanted to bring up is Brianna Taylor situation and the role that Man. Trump is. Trump Trump is actually going to. I heard this is a rumor. I heard that the Attorney General for uh, the state of Kentucky is actually in consideration. Actually, before they picked a woman, that he was on the shortlist. Really? Yeah, for Supreme Court. Uh, so Supreme Supreme Court. Uh, nominees. Right. So that's let you know sometimes you got to watch these people and their motivations. Because if he's coming from the motivation, like if I have to say the right thing to get Trump on, I'm going to get a lifetime job and be straight. For yeah, the rest of my life. right. Because I don't know why they, you know, they in a rush to replace RGB or whatever, rest in peace. But, yeah. you know, um, the truth about it is, is, bro, like here is an opportunity for us to really do the type of shit that we've been wolfing about. Like everybody talking about voting and everybody talking about, like, your vote matters and who you put in seats matters where. Right. Okay, so if it's an empty spot on a, you know, Supreme Court, like, yeah. let's, we're probably going to have to do a little bit more scrutinizing than we have ever done before to make sure that who we put in, in there yeah. is going to give us the opportunity they to change some I mean, of the shit that they we talking about. They already got, they got a white girl that's, they already rubber stamped, bro. Man, but, what, but, but that's what good. I'm saying, bro. The person who there. elects the judges are who, if I'm not wrong? The, so the, it's the president, correct? The, the judges are selected more game. Exactly. Senate. So there's a Senate Judiciary co- Committee that is that's set up but by. But the Senate's ran by the. Senate's the, the state. Republicans. Yeah, exactly. So they try Cur- to cook current, up all the exactly. poison they can. Currently. It's already locked. It's already locked. Because bro. don't they take it back to the Senate to decide if he's going to be. Pre- oh, man. No, man. They, they take it back to. They take that. The, the We're just talking about Supreme Court. Supreme Court. They sit before the Senate and then they work it out and they do it with Congress. Correct. I'm sure the House has a role to play. No, it all has checks and balances, yeah, bro. Yeah. And, the, and the House ultimately has a say so. But the underlying issue there, you know, for me is like, okay, who controls the Senate? The Republicans do currently, and but who controls the the vote that gets the seats in the Senate? Like you, me, yeah, all of us in this room. So, you know, if the ultimate idea is to try to gain more control and try to get shit back into scope where we want it to be or what we comfortable with, mm-hmm. like, we got, you know, we got to vote, bro. Like, you have to. You got, and it's important at every, Point it's, impor- it's important to. at every level because that's the only way that you're going to get these people. Period. If you get these people. It's all, it's we, all, we could burn down Icebox a hundred times in a row. Yeah. And they're going to build it back a hundred times in a row. Yeah, bro. They don't give a You feel you feel what I'm saying? Like, you understand where I'm going with this? Yeah. So. They, they can burn down because they, cause they don't care because all it is is covered by insurance, especially if you're a billion-dollar corporation. What's a, a $500,000 story, right? Right. Uh, we were talking, but well, I, last time I get, didn't get a chance to listen to The Daily by The New York Times. I suggest everybody who's listening to this right now, listen to The Daily from The New York Times. Mm. They gave a two-part breakdown on the Breonna Taylor situation. In the, the end, line to line, right? From beginning to end, they, they had two parts. At first, they talked about Brianna was messing with two different guys. One was a drug dealer. It don't matter. <laughs> but no, no, it, it, it doesn't. It, it, it matters to the story. It matters to the story. Right. We hemming it hard just yeah. because they're trying to paint a, a fucked up picture. No, you know? they, no, they ain't painting no fucked up pictures. It's the truth. She's a young woman, not married. Dating it two has guys. nothing to do with her dying. No, no, no. That's there what is I'm no, and this is what we all have to understand. What's up, this what's Republican up? and Democrat shit yeah. ain't no black fight. This is a white man's battle. 
Right. This whole constitution is written for the white man. So are the laws. So is the news. Let me get, so let, are the me ads that you see <laughs> on Instagram. You get there. You get there. Let, me, let me get some breakdown to the story because you, you, you're not spending nothing that's not real. But I, yeah. I just feel like even giving that shit attention hurts us. Well, it's not it's not for it's not for the fact of giving it the attention besides just sharing the facts of the story. Because if you don't know your facts. You gotta know a little bit of not just a little fact, right? They're very. It's a very sad thing that there's so many stories like this. None of the facts I'm stating are meant to condone. Aren't facts? I'm listening though. They, they, so she had two boyfriends that she was dating, which is very. I know a lot of girls out here that can't say they only date two dudes. First of all, let's just get that on wax. <laughs> get that on wax. All right, get so we're so we not talking about, uh, I mean, one dude was a college dude, one dude was a, a dude that had the pounds. You feel me? Some girls, their ratio is not that good, right? right. <laughs> it's right. not one to They're somewhere ratio. in between the two points. <laughs> yeah, they, they might have a four to one ratio. They might be missing four dudes that sell pounds and one dude. Right. Like, She's showing so, y'all how to do it right if y'all. Maybe do a little right bit. Now. You know what I mean? She, she, was, she was stellar. <laughs> if I heard it, she she was, it, was very, it. it was very like, you know what, this, she very keeping the G. She was not being very, when I saw it, she didn't seem like she was, she was leading. She was the type of person that was a leader amongst her friends, motivating, sending posts out, yeah. um, trying to get a job working for the EMT, figured out the EMT situation. Her drug dealer boyfriend went to jail. Her drug dealer boyfriend used to come over her house, but you know how it go. If you're a drug dealer, you might have XYZ, especially the cops following you. They're going to say you have XYZ anywhere you go. Right. So they set up four of his trap houses and Brianna's house for a raid to try to kind of limit the crime in the area, right? They set up the raid. When they submit the raid, what the biggest problem I found from it was is that they didn't have good intelligence on there. They didn't know that there's another man in there. Uh, when they knocked on the door, the cops admittedly on tape say that they knocked for 45 seconds, and it's damn near close to midnight. It's after between 10 and 10 and midnight because they went on a date, the whole, um, and they were in the bedroom chilling. So between 10 and midnight, they only knocked for 45 seconds. Uh, the guy says he never heard uh, police. Only one witness out of 12 witnesses said he heard them say the word police. But still, they admitted to knocking on the door for four, after 45 seconds, busting the door down. Right. Uh, if you the college boyfriend is in the college boyfriend's in the house with Brianna, college boyfriend gets startled because he's like, yo, it could be the, the dope boy. It could be anybody. It His could mind. be anybody. You don't know yeah. who on the other side of the wall, they, which is an important fact later on in the story. Continue. Pops, pops, pops uh, one shot at the cops, hits a cop in the leg. The cops then fire 16, I think there's like dozens of shots from inside the house. And there was a police officer that was in the parking lot, wasn't even in the line of danger, and started flying bullets through the walls. From the ground. From the walls. Yeah, from the... Uh, from the ground floor. From the ground floor, like from from the parking lot. Right. Like from the sidewalk, basically. Like, picture in your mind, somebody, there's a gunfight going on, and this dude just starts firing into the walls. He could have hit anybody. anybody. He could have hit the other cops. He don't somebody know. on the other side of this sound wall right here. Yes. Just start spraying. Yeah, just start could spraying. Could hit any one of us. Could hit, could hit anybody. Uh, then... That is so that there the ballistics haven't been released yet. We don't know what bullet killed killed who. Only thing that we know that Brianna got shot I think five times. One of them was fatal. And this this the problem with this is that it is not due process in the Constitution. Everybody's guaranteed due process to the law, right? It has to be fair treatment, and it wasn't a fair procedure just to go in there for. A suspected, you know, you can get, you get 
harder drugs at CVS that you can get from any corner. Right. First of all, and they're not so busting down your door and killing you behind. They're it. not busting down those doors because they have fear. They have fear treatment. It's it's the there's more on it for yourself. I'd suggest everybody look up that story, but this is a due process thing that's man, happening. That yeah, man, that shit, all that motherfucking shit, yeah, is a distraction to. There shouldn't be police knocking at your door at 10 o'clock. There shouldn't be police in the neighborhood. There shouldn't be, police should be called out on specific situations and certain things should not be handled. Absolutely, that could be handled. When you're dealing dope, it is not necessarily a safety thing, it's because of taxes. Let's just be 100%, so why don't you attack it that way? You know what I'm saying? There should be no jail. There should be mental facilities. There are certain things that need to change. And even the name of a place can change the perspective and the environment of the entire place. These things are not being done. I am so sick of the bullshit. Because the bullshit is, we're going to watch that shit on the news like this. We're going to get back into the streets. We're going to ride. Then we're going to get back in and watch the details like this. And then we're going to go back. What are we doing? We're bouncing our head up against the brick wall because the due process needs to change. Yeah. The process to change the due process has to change. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bigger war that has to come in between it's gonna, it's everything gonna have, that's going on. It's right going to take a constitutional amendment, I feel like. I think there's going to be a Yeah, no, I've, I've been saying that for a while. To figure out something. It's gonna you ever heard of somebody coming to a country stuff. and taking over that country? Somebody coming to a country and taking over that country it happens You all understand time. how much America. we support our country as black people, how we fight, how we use, how we, uh, we bring money into the economy. Yeah. How, just imagine all that shit weakening and dying and yeah. not being there. And not and we not being the most strongest infrastructure in the world. Yeah. Who do you think it would come? Who do you who, think would come take over? Who's gonna come take over America? Man, what? what? I, man, man no. I, I would I would be interested to hear who you think has opportunity to come over here and just Nobody, take America. Bro. China. No, we got more. China. We got oh, more. Tanks. That, we got more. No, we got. We have a bigger tank force. We have a bigger submarine force than the entire Chinese military. Our tanks, like our subs, just our subs, one part, the Navy is split up. So there's five branches of the Navy, right, of the military. Have you seen what COVID did to us? What are we talking about right now? We're talking about how big the American military is. (laughs) The military didn't do shit during COVID, bro. They're not from COVID. They're from China coming over and trying to take the they, country over. But I'm saying, yeah. uh, just like the virus came over here, there was no solution for it. There was yeah. no missile. There was no bomb. There was no army. Right. There was no doctor. We're not equipped for that. We're equipped for bombs. So you talk about China coming yeah. over, bro. They- I, I, imagine, I, imagine <laughs> myself, I imagine myself in a situation where I'm chilling in my living room, me and all of my constituents, and some Chinese people bust through the door with guns <laughs> and armor on. What? How often do you think they're going to be successful in, in their conquest? You know, like, how, you, know boy, much, you know how much, like, like I was trying to say, our submarine force is yes. bigger than the entire Chinese we military. We could not stop Just COVID. our submarines. And we couldn't stop COVID. No, but we can stop, <laughs> we can stop some, yeah. we can stop some. We've uh, never been out of depth. No. We have racial stigmatism built into our culture. Uh, you ask me, you ask me about these white folks. <laughs> yeah, it's, these it's white folks, it, bro. <laughs> these white folks are stocked up on military equipment, right. bro. Like, you, wait, 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 hold on, all across the city. Yeah, did you hear about the, li- the, the <laughs> bro? Just to, just to, you know what I'm saying? Play devil's advocate to the point that you're trying to make. I don't know if you heard about this or not, but I seen it on the gram the other day. Uh-huh. Somebody tried to bust in somebody else's crib, and an 11 year old boy shot the man, killed him, I think. Yeah, shot 11 year old boy in Alabama, what little white kid. Probably ate his heart. 
Not in the comments. In the comments, you know, motherfuckers ignorant in the comments right here. They go in the comments. Imagine you bust in somebody's house. They kill you and they do a Fortnite dance over your head. That that had me crying laughing. But that is the current state of affairs in America, bro. The idea of like somebody just you know going door to door and ransacking these neighborhoods. I mean, it's so far-fetched. Right. <laughs> it's so far-fetched. However, to support bro. your point, you know what I mean? If you want to if, if you want to take America and, and, you know, put us on the opposite end of whoever wants to be the opposition, like, yeah. the idea of, like, biological weapons, that's, you know, hey, if I was trying to take over a country, you feel me? Yeah, you got to <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I might have to spray a little shit on your, on your, on your Cheetos, bro. You know what I mean? If I was trying to take hey. over a country, you know, I might have to make your gas a little more uh, and, flammable than it, than it is when right. you crank that bitch up. You might just blow up. You know what I mean? Because all right. Cheetos do go through China for some reason. You feel me? Well, I, I might have to all, get a little more insidious. All our Cheetos, all our Cheetos <laughs> it's a big loop, unnecessary loop from yeah. Iowa to China back to America. Yo, I might have to get like yeah, another <laughs> level of insidious. Everything comes from China, bro. We were all mentioned, all three of us. This whole Adidas fit, bro. Got something for China. Now, what if they cut those things off? And that's what I mean. We right. as melanin exactly. built yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now they cut but those things off robbed. that we need because Walmart may seem like Walmart, yeah. but they get all their shit from China too. And, and the crazy part is all funded by uh, stocks and companies that were built upon slavery, like J.P. Morgan and Chase. Yes, that's I'm why. telling you. Do you know that slavery, the industry of slavery, was the biggest industry, bigger than all the railroads, bigger than all the... Slave trades. Sl- bigger than all the shipyards, bigger than, like... like Any sort of import-export. Anything export. that we built. It was basically <laughs> like, the, like the, how big the computer industry and technology is right now. Right, Silicon that, Valley. That's how big... That's how... Think about that. Think about that, right? All the wealth right now is sewn up into tech, right? Mm-hmm. That same amount of force is what slavery had, and they have been leveraging that and giving mortgages out on that ever since then. Wow. So it's all built on slavery. I hate to take it there. What else is got there? Yeah, <laughs> no, man, but I mean, I had look, to it's real. Yeah, you're dealing, dealing, dealing with the real. You're dealing with the real. You're talking about, you know. You get the, a mortgage on your black labor right yeah, now. Yeah, right. You go to Chase and get the mortgage Exactly. Home. You know what I'm saying? A, a country in its infancy had to have the gas to make the car go, right? And, and the idea behind it is like, okay, well, who can do the work? Like, we all can do the work, but if we bring other people over here, that doubles our production. That doubles our productivity. And it's just... Doubles. As, they didn't work. Right. Double, many, triple, quadruple. I heard, I heard, right. I heard, I heard Dr. Clark Anderson You, you understand what I'm saying? 3, I t- he says 3,200 times the amount of wealth. I was like, God damn it. I heard 20 times. He said white America has 3,200 times the wealth of black America. For sense. every $1, there's 3,200 in black, white America, which is a goddamn crazy fact. That's, man. So t- talking about cra- crazy craziness and crazy facts... Uh, I want to talk about this. I don't know. Lupe Fiasco said that he's better than Kendrick Lamar. Y'all ain't think comments for Lupe. You know he listens. Mm. Lupe, I know you listen. <laughs> we don't think you're better than Kendrick, bro, but that's just because we. Mm. I'm not big skateboard dude. I think, Lupe, not, <laughs> I think Lupe, you know, he, oh, he had a window right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get he had a window right that, you know, that Kendrick Lamar currently occupies, I yeah. feel like. So, it do make sense to take shots at the crown, but here is the here are the facts, bro. Yeah. The thing about music is that it's fleeting just like everything else. Like, it's your season, and then it's not your season anymore, like Ask Kanye. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's your season, but then also when it's not your season, like, that's when you go sharpen your tools, I think, from my seat in the room. So before you can come for the crown, you had to have sharpened your tools already. So, so, so he, where is the music, Lupe? Where's the loop? Where, exactly. But then he retired. Uh, okay. 
uh, okay, uh, Brian. And let and let me and let me say and let me before because first of all, Lupe is better than Kendrick in my vision and opinion. Okay, go um, talk to me. Because uh, I, 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 I'm just asking for the receipts. Go, 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 gadget flow. He, right. It was where certain. Is, it was where certain. Where the receipts at? But right there, that's what his, his, that was his little time. But that's at the same time. So is Jay-Z a better rapper than? Go ahead, name somebody. Yes. <laughs> Kanye? Yes. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Soldier Boy? Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Um, and I'm trying to throw it around. Um, what's his name? Um, who just went uh uh what's his name that just went su- super ham on his album last summer? Uh Big Sean? Nah, okay, Sci-Hi. Big Sean. Is Kendrick is Lupe better than them? No. So yeah. Jay Z. No, Jay Z's better than all of them. So do you Why think, though? Why is Jay Z better than all of them? Because he's a businessman. Okay. Because he's fired with the words, period. How? Because he's fired with the words, period. I got Little Wayne is more fired with words than Jay Z is. Uh, I don't know how his we got. I don't know how yeah, we got. Jay-Z. We can't. We can't add this. Nah, 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 nah. I don't know how we got here. We can't. Bro, he we, is though. This would be a four-hour no, podcast. Jay Z is a businessman. That's why you numbers, think that he's better. You don't have no numbers to back this up. So I want to say something for somebody. Yeah, it's not quantifiable to be honest. It's not quantifiable. But listen though, if we're talking about somebody being, I see him as delusional. You see him as being accurate. Is that a, a good trait to have in the game? To think that you're better. Than Kendrick Lamar and Jay Z, when you're obviously not better than Jay- Kendrick Lamar. But as a as a creator, assembler, yeah. arranger of of I music, think it's okay. you think it's okay to I have that totally feeling? Fine. I you feel like you kind of have to go about it that way, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you have to have that's because that's how it is when you're on the field, or that's how it is when you're on the court. Like you gotta be you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a killer instinct. Like period. You know what I'm saying? Because when it come down to it, there's ten seconds left in the game. It's the fourth quarter. Who gonna, you know who's gonna win? Who's the most? Who's the most in your time in the industry? Who's the most irrational confidence person that we'd be like, yo, this irrational confidence all stars? In my view, is gonna be totally different. The world's view is probably gonna be Kanye West. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he did it to himself. Dude. Yeah. That's the part. It's self inflicted, bro. That's the part no, that's but crazy. But see, it's not a bad thing. It's an idea it's that we haven't been introduced to that we Sh- don't accept. Kanye yeah. just gave all the mass, gave all the rights back to all the good music artists. I heard too. So Kanye West is putting his money where his mouth is. He got did by Jay-Z. Yeah. Now he's like, you know what? I'm giving all my artists back their masters. Because he got a billion dollars without their masters. Anybody that you run into, when you run into a off producer. Of these yeah, got a billion dollars off of Yeezys. Three billion, I heard. Yeah. Whenever you run into somebody in the industry, right, on a film set, and they're delusional, do you... How do you handle that as a as a director, as a, a producer, as somebody that yeah, is? Yeah, I kind of go with the flow because they are the actor or the artist. Uh, one person that I met before I got cool with him that was I thought was delusional was Tiny. Yeah. Because she was just staring off in the air when I was trying to do an interview with her. I get that bottle. Well, she honestly one of the realest people out here that's considered a celebrity. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. for real, for real. But. So when you're putting together, so you're putting together the, you just yeah. had, you had a series that you put out that was groundbreaking for these streets. It was, I saw it being filmed, it was filmed at somebody's house. It, energy Guys the Porch. Energy, energy Guys the Porch, yeah, starring DJ Screen, about, yeah. starring uh, De, um, Demani Harris. Yep. And it had um, a lot of different people that are on the porch. Working with that, what were some difficulties that you had putting together, how did you overcome them? Putting that series together was some, was the most challenging thing you had to do, and how did you overcome the that? The challenging thing is feeling like you failed. Everything else was cake. 
I've been doing this shit my entire life. It's okay. like the back of my hand, but I had to use a team in order to work with them. Okay. So when you fail, you fail with the team on your back. All right, what do you so mean? I I, so it's not a you fail. Put it, you put it together. You didn't fail. You put it up. No, I got it up. I got it. We shot eight episodes in two days. We got a little G on there and everything. When you're when you are in a mind, when you're a geek, yeah. Your type, your definition of success is totally different from everybody else's. Okay. And I know that it has to grow and it has to do this type of thing, but the type of momentum and the mindset and the energy that was going on during production, before production, right after production, I expected a lot more out of that production. And like the hardest thing was that, not dealing with, not dealing with the artists. That's an usual thing. Not dealing. With, that's that was the hardest thing, man. How long after you put it out, how long after you did it so you put out your first episode, first piece of content from there? First episode probably came about two months later. Two months later. So that during that whole two months, you're just organizing it, putting it, putting it together. It's pretty easy. No, no, like, no body with egos. Because you had so many people. You had a big team. How many people did it take to put together that? Probably like 45. 45 people, bro? Yeah. Just it all moved. This man parts. put together yeah. forty-five individuals to put together. Some listen, man. Listen, you know some of these productions. And when you talk about like, you know, especially the way that you did the porch, like the way that it's executed, the the idea behind it is that it it could be forty-five people or it could be one hundred and forty-five. You know, we got to make it to the finish line though. So what's impressive about it is the fact that, you know, like I said, because people listen to this, they want the sauce, they want the keys. The idea is is like whether it's 45 or 145, how, you know, what what would you say is, like, what allowed you to get that thing going in the right direction? Or was it just you, like, at all costs, like, look, this is happening, I don't give a fuck, what's bro, going when on? when people believe in you, bro, it does give you a whole different type of thrive. Energy right. God wasn't a name that I came up with. It was what I was given because of the energy I was putting out there. I would, I thank you. I would have me. to assume that, you know, like I said, whether it's 45 people or 145 people, if we all are moving in this one direction, it really doesn't matter what the obstacle is at that point. Like if, you know, whatever you want, whatever obstacle yeah. you want to have, like the fucking house could fall down on the porch. Okay, 20 of y'all pick the porch up yes, <laughs> and let's fucking go. Like, right, right. you know what I'm saying? That, that, and, so, and that's how I felt when I answered your original question. Yeah. So what was the biggest challenge? That's the momentum that I right, had. Right, correct. Now that's the guidance that I needed once I got to a point where it was just like, yeah. Cause you got to take a mental social media providing content every single day Gary Vee will be like fuck these motherfuckers put shit out and don't even give a fuck man it's totally hard to do that when you know your mom's watching your mentor's watching fucking right it's things to be considered <laughs> right. like, you understand what I'm saying and I mean at the end of the day like you want it to be a, a palatable project like the idea of you just creating something for the sake of it being created is kind of like I don't know I, I can't fuck with that like if we created something like let's have it have a point in like Make its mark, you know what I'm saying? Did you have did you have did you have benchmarks that you had set beforehand? Did you set bench do you set do you set benchmarks on impressions, views, output, what you said to receive from this product? When you had all forty five people lined up mm. and you got them to get this shit done, eight episodes, two days, which is black excellence right there. Yeah. Did you have like no did you have like, yo, I know this is going to get XYZ? Did you set that those benchmarks? Did you set? I set a benchmark of a billion on my project. How many? Mm, a billion. Like I One put not billion? not billion dollars, but I had a high expectation. When I do anything, I go from zero to one hundred quick. Okay. And when you deal with a psychiatrist or somebody, they're like that's not necessarily the right thing to do. <laughs> so I go from zero to like... hundred. You talking about? I created the show, wrote out the entire show, got all the talent for the show, got the people to help me with the show, all within fucking thirty days. 
They shot eight episodes. Right. You know what I'm saying? We shot for real, for real. Chet Brewster directing, four multi-cameras. We had real people that are reputable doing what they're doing behind the cameras, in front of the cameras. You got the whole nine. So I'm on 1,000 at that point. Fuck the scale of 100. So now you got a thousand. The day that you fall down to a hundred, energy guy like, is yeah. the only guy that come in and say I'm gonna get a billion impressions from the projects, right? So you have got. Uh, but I mean, like again, you know, that's I feel like, you uh, know, I feel like that's the whole point in putting something out. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't pour your heart and soul into yes, a car, or you wouldn't pour your heart and soul into a business unless you believed in it, right? So if you say that you want a billion impressions, like you believe that you could get a billion impressions, like you're not just. Capping. No, when you no. say benchmark, my benchmark don't come back to me in views and impressions, likes. Okay. Billion is the level of success I'm trying to compare to the next human. Okay. I'm not talking about views and shit. I had people call me in the middle of the night and be like, yo, I just ran over somebody and killed them. What do I do? And I'm like, yo, I'm not God, God. Yeah. True story. Right. You see what I'm saying? Wow. That right there is letting me know I'm doing my fucking job. Okay. Yeah, I'm reaching my goal. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay, you want to have some impact. You them want them to have impressions don't mean nothing. Impact. The, right, that was the nothing. point I was alluding to. Yeah. Like, you want it to, to resonate. Like, it was, man, I can't, I wish I can remember the name of this show, but it used to come on, um, like, public access TV oh, in Chicago or whatever. And we used to be watching that, that shit, bro. And, like, still to this day, like, People would be talking about like the scenarios and stuff that they caught on tape and was able to execute, yeah. right? And it wasn't, it was on, it was on public access TV. Like we didn't have the internet then, you know. It wasn't something that reached very far, but it was so poignant and affected the people in such a way that, like, if you're from Chicago, you know the name of the show that I'm talking about. Like, I just can't spit it out right now, bro. But uh, you, you told me about this. This is a show that was yes, public access. Yeah, it was on public access TV, and, and man, it used to come. It came on for like a couple of years. But the idea behind it was that, like, they just needed to execute this idea and have people see it and have it hit them in such a way that it be ha- that it had, like, that cult classic sort of power. You see what I'm saying? And so when we're talking about the porch, like, I imagine that you try to emulate that same sort of cult classic sort of power and, and hitting people deeply enough to be like, wow, you know what I'm saying? But so that's, that's the billion. It's a cult you classic. You feel me? That's, that's the billion. It's, all right, first of all, do you, know, do you think your stuff is a, a hood classic? Do you feel like you got a creative classic? Do, do I have a, a cult creative classic? Do you have a hood classic? Like, you know, sometimes you ask artists, they have a classic album. You have a classic. Brother, do, you, do you feel like you struck a chord with, you you made a with the streets yeah. like that, bro? Or was no. that even a goal no, or an idea? Not yet. I see so many people implementing your whole sauce and your whole strategy, bro. I see clips coming out, and I'm like, that's an energy god influence individual. That's what right I was here, saying. Bro. That's what and, I'm and saying. You got, like, and you, and you got to recognize that, too. When you're looking around this internet, and you see somebody, and I see somebody, I'm like, that is an energy guy influence individual right there. Well, I look you know it. what? That's fucking dope. And sometimes I see it too. But the hardest thing to understand is sometimes they still don't recognize they're a fucking guy. Mm. That's what I'm here for. Okay. That's right. what my purpose is as a being. My grandfather okay. died about two years ago I'm now. I'm sorry to hear about that. Bro. And he would be like, he would sit on the edge of his chair. He'd be like, you got to understand I am substance. I am. I am who I say I am. You are God. Who's God? Your God. He would mm. tell me that at six and seven. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out exactly what it means. But, bro, when you start to read that Bible and they be like, God gave you light. And then every single morning before I open up my eyes, I'm going to be like, I'm about to give myself some light. You ready to get this bitch started? You look at the world differently. Okay. And your power is different. And can't nobody tell you no different. If you die tomorrow, can't nobody tell you that the end of the world is like this or like that. They can't tell you nothing. It is not about a motherfucking thing. If I told, I want you, 
and I'm going to say this, and we're not going to have a deep conversation about it, but Go this ahead. is in the likeliness and simpleness that this is. Okay. I want you to tell God to take that cup and put it on the ceiling. I want you to tell your God to take that cup and put it on the ceiling. Talk to him right now directly. Now I'm going to talk to mine. And I'm going to goddamn start right now. <laughs> I'm working on putting this on the ceiling. And as I do, you will pray and continue to hold it. Energy got left the building, y'all. He left the building, y'all. But that, that is what we have given up when we say God-fearing. That's the power that we have given up. And it's something to be given up on purpose. So because God somebody fearing, else God fearing comes from me. I always think of the scripture I had. I, I was about to get tattooed on it. It said fear God is to um is the fear of God is, is wisdom and depart from evil is understanding. Mm. Right? So mm. the fear of God is just that somebody you may not know what is like wisdom is mm-hmm. wisdom is like a very deep now, thing. So, but right. you, in order to now have talk a white person, that sauce fear, again, bro. You yeah. said what? The so fear why God does the fear wisdom. have to be there? Why does the shutdown Protect. of the mentality of you being in control of this entire world yeah. have to be there? Come on, now they brought it's, slaves it's, over here, and the first thing that they gave us after they took everything away was yeah. what? Religion, bro. Come on now. It's it helps. So, fear helps to keep people in control. In control and keep them in place. When you are. When you are setting these benchmarks for your for your, when you when you're saying I just want to be impactful, are you are you ever afraid that you're not going to you're never afraid that you're Every going to single day? I left a friend today that uh-huh. was about to commit suicide because of yeah. that same failure that I think we all feel sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I always feel that. I always feel that. But one thing that I do remember is one of my ultimate fears was being on the side homeless and asking for change and that type of shit. That's not gonna happen. Yo, because pressure is ideal, right? Like to me, if I if I think about like doing things like a podcast or like a YouTube show or you know whatever other crazy ideas I cook up, the the pressure of it not succeeding is ideal. Like to me, those are ideal conditions. Like I want the ball. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I fucking want it. Like it's a lot of people who don't. It's a lot of people who will be like, oh well, that's a big undertaking. That's more time than I got to spend. But you know that's your purpose though. Also, you know what I'm saying? So. Just like everybody else got a job, you know what I'm saying? Engineers got to engineer, you know what I'm saying? Creators got to create. Fucking barbers got a barber. Like, the the pressure is on you, and to shy away from it is to give back the power that you've been given. Like, go in there. You're right. <laughs> it's go dark and it's okay. scary in there, but go your ass go in, in there, there, though. Go in there, though. So, and, <laughs> I'm listening. So, so, there was a situation that happened that DJ Vlad just shared it. He just got, recently got back with Charlemagne. Mm. And Charlemagne, um, Charlemagne, Monique called, says Charlemagne's the worst thing that ever happened to black people. He's not the worst thing. I don't, I don't like Charlemagne because I didn't like the uh, black privilege thing. Yeah. After it came out as a response to white privilege, I but because I was like, you know what, this is like the real response to uh, black privilege is what I decided is that it's just about equal rights, right? We're not asking for any privileges. We're just asking to be treated fairly, yeah. right? And he just kind of took that and fucked that whole thing up. Yeah, the whole <laughs> so, the whole conversation was around access anyway. I mean, right. like, we just want a fair shape. We want to not be treated unfairly. Yeah. It just, it, okay, and period. Stop. Stop. No need to talk anymore after that. This motherfucker decides, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taking shit. It's kind of cornball. And, and, and adding extra shit that's now blowing the argument out of proportion and taking everything out of context. So, so during this interview, it was discussed that Monique 
and her husband did an interview with DJ Vlad. Monique, I think it would have been Vlad's only only interviews with somebody with an Oscar Award winner. Monique got an Oscar Award. Wow. Uh, they did the whole interview. Vlad says one of his best interviews. Be- during the interview, there's a disclosure that that is signed. Vlad gave it to them. Monique, husband, the group said they are going to sign this disclosure. They did not sign the disclosure. They turned around, flipped it back, sent their own disclosure, saying that they're going to license the footage and that they can't own it. And it was bad for Vlad because that violates his whole business model. Right? Right. So you have things set up ahead of time in your mind for your production to get this thing accomplished legally. Because without that non-disclosure agreement, Monique can come in and just do a cease and desist. Straight up. On, and on take all of your shit down. Take all your YouTube shit down. YouTube do it every day. People come out with gold on YouTube. You understand what I'm saying? But they have so much tied up in, like, copyright strikes and, and all other sort of, like, reasons why you can't do and say what you want to say on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And, and the shit that I think people really should see and really should hear gets taken down because of that. Or it gets, like throttled back to like the back of the line you know what i'm saying where it would otherwise be like if you were a person that were into that type of content it would be the first thing that you see yeah you got to scroll way down you got you know what i'm saying yeah it, it helps the shadow ban what right what helps the shadow, shadow ban, ban the shadow ban shadow what, ban be what, real, would some, what would be a piece of paperwork that you would think as somebody who's into production that that you that you have seen that's been so important to you to get your Productions accomplished. Is there a certain piece of paperwork? Uh, getting somebody to sign that form is very important. What form? Uh, it's the non-disclosure form. So use non-disclosure forms. I definitely do that on like for Energy God to porch. Everybody that's on my show sign one of those. From Damani Harris to everybody. Yeah. And there is no flake of flute to that. Yeah. I make sure my paperwork's together in order to hold the rights to my production mm-hmm. and their voice and their appearance for yeah. what I'm doing. Have but you? Ever, here goes the deal. Talk to talk and to the I'm, I'm get some game. Get some game. Monique's an old head. Right? She don't know if she want to play goddamn Nintendo, goddamn Super Nintendo, or goddamn the PlayStation 4. Yeah. And the thing is, she's asking for more money to pick cotton. Mm, Why don't you have your own field? Why don't, if you believe you deserve more, if you, and I love Monique. I follow Monique. I met Monique. Monique is actually one of the coolest celebrities you could ever meet. But the battle that she is fighting right now, if there's somebody else in that situation, do you fight the battle the same way? Netflix, give me more. No, bitch. It needs to be a black <laughs> flix. Yeah, that and was what pissed me flicks, off about the Netflix thing. They will never pay us more than what they're making. Yeah. They will never, and they will never give us our worth. Ever. So at that point in time, I'm, I know that my conversations always kind of go this way, but it's an abstract way of thinking and understanding no, why it, it everything sense, is so crazy. It makes sense because we talk about Joe Budden on this podcast all yeah, the time. Yeah, we talk about Rogan, too. We talked about Rogan. Last time I gave a, a breakdown on why Rogan can deserves... Two hundred fifty million dollars over five years because he's making that he's company podcasts. billions. Yeah, you yeah. talk about the number of ads, and we and all creators have to ask for a fair share of the if any kind of relationship. So if we're not dealing with Netflix and we're dealing with Blackflix, and say Blackflix is a whole separate company and just Monique and she doesn't own Blackflix, she still has to ask for fair revenue sharing even from Blackflix. She, unless right. she creates her own thing. Well, but see, that's where I'm going. Blackflix is Monique's. Right. And then she at that same point in time, when Dave Chappelle comes along, it's like, don't hold back your message. I'm going to give you every dollar that I can. So if she gives that nigga $2 or you give him $30 million, right. he will participate. Right. He will understand because the job is not picking cotton no more. I get you. So you the, see what I'm saying? We it's it's about equity, too. You know what I mean? Like, you too. need to... 
if you like like let's say for example when we take our podcast into these rooms right right people are going to be trying to proposition us with all sort of shit right. the idea behind it though is like what are we getting in exchange like okay you could buy it you know or let me get some equity though you know yeah. what i'm saying let me let me own a piece of what it is that that, that you're selling us on you see what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that i can see some real return on this investment right here on episode 24. Mm-hmm. So when we make it to episode 2,400, right. you see what I'm saying? Like, it was worth it. The, that That's really the whole idea behind anything that anybody is doing in the creative space. Like, you had this product that you made on your own, and now they want to barter with you about your product, but get some ownership, though. Yeah. Tyler Perry did it. Okay. Although when you said something about Kanye West was the worst thing ever happened to black people, it was actually no. Tyler Perry. <laughs> no, that was, <laughs> that, that was somebody else's statement. That when you, yeah, that somebody was, else said oh, it was Charlemagne, yeah. but somebody else said it. You yeah. didn't say it, but yeah. I honestly think Tyler Perry is. And the reason why I say this, Tyler Perry is the worst thing happened to black people. Oh my God, this is what you have. <laughs> I've never heard this before. So Go because ahead. what happens is riches make him so wonderful. Oh man, this might I pay be something skin, off here. But listen, but no, no, no. I mean, at the end of the day, on, this, this is the realest shit ever said because y'all, y'all argue uh, Spike Lee down to his knees and y'all forgot that he provided things for y'all like Malcolm. Yeah, they, they did. Spike Lee, right yeah, no, they did. You said right. We did meet Spike. He, he, he was a mellow motherfucker, man. But yeah, people do really be do. shitting on Spike because of him coming at Tyler Perry and calling him on his shit, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But the pro- here goes the biggest thing. I'm going to close it after. I'll be quiet after this. You ain't got to be quiet. <laughs> no, no, we see, are no. stuck in a depression for black people. Okay. Because of the content that we induce, that we take in, we don't know how to go out and fucking change things. All right. Mm, right. When you had somebody relay a message to you about Malcolm X that you weren't there for, right. it helped us understand something a little bit different. Right. Now, same thing for Tori and the same thing for Tyler. When you have so many people watching you and you're supposed to be this monumental point in time, why do we have to watch black men beat black women for the last 15 years? That is not progressive towards you're the race. You're talking about what's the entire Perry movie as a whole. Yes, right. he even took colored girls and made it about that. <laughs> you're telling, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a street geek and then I'm also a theater geek too. Right. He, took, he took Pearl Cleave's work. No, Pearl Cleave, am I right? I could be wrong, I could be. The internet gonna affect the color, you, bro. The color, <laughs> and, and they should, yeah. and it probably is Pearl Cleave. Yeah. But he took for color girls and destroyed it. it. He yeah. went to Hollywood, and they said, you're not welcome back anymore, so I'm going to do my own thing. That is the message of today for me. Be a god and create your own thing. Right. But here goes the P.S. That, that you don't get like other Tyler people Perry. around you Tyler Perry. that don't understand All right. the power. Okay. And right now, people are fucking suffering. Right. If you can go back to a Tyler Perry movie and watch it right now, it's going to help save the fucking have, day. Let me know. I have no interest in watching any Tyler Perry movies. Yo. I'm, but not you, a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a supporter. <laughs> but go back to I Malcolm want a job, X. though. Yeah. Go back to a Muhammad <laughs> Ali. Or, nah, he didn't get to do Muhammad Ali. He was supposed to do Muhammad Ali. But if go back to She's Gotta Have It. Go back to these... She, uh, uh, Go back to these movies and listen to the messages that he was trying to give us to be prepared for today. So once we got to a point, we're like, yeah, revolutionary, duh, all right, Spike Lee, oh, that's a great movie. To watching black men beat black women in the theaters and coming out $40 no, million dollar no, weekends. Ain't no chicken noodle soup. Ain't no chicken noodle soup for the soul. <laughs> ain't no Tyler Perry movies, bro. I've watched, no. I watched Bamboozle by Spike Lee. That was the <laughs> eye opener. <laughs> That was what blew the top off of everything. When I saw Bamboozled, I stood up. I was like, oh, I fucked this shit. 
I grabbed a chair. I said, fuck this bitch on my ass. I was out of there, bro. Because at that point, I, had, I knew. He ain't got nothing of Yeah, right? like I realized, like I knew. I was like, you know what, man? The idea behind us getting up here and shucking and jabbing for these motherfuckers is foreign now. Like, we got the internet. We It's enough of us. It's three of us in this motherfucker right now. We could go outside and make something and put it out and it's fine. Can I, shoot, can I shoot some bail for Ty Perry? You see what I'm saying? I got some bail. I got some bail for Ty <laughs> okay? The bail is that he ain't doing it for none of that shit. He is making candy and uh, candy popcorn, and he is goddamn selling candy popcorn to people. Yeah. He's not giving a fuck about diabetes. Don't catch him at no uh, gout shit. Yeah. Don't catch him at no Don't know shit about uric acid. No, no. He just selling candy corn. Now, he may be able to, the same way that you expect Mars candy bars to have, speak up for diabetes. Yeah. The same way that you kind of got to expect Todd Perry to be of, to be somebody that's a leader in the community. And Michael Mix, talk about Michael Mix. Michael Mix talked about that. We kind of get tricked into they, they push out these entertainers to try to spread right. the message. And I'm kind of <laughs> glad that Todd Perry like is still kind of like in his religious bag and not really trying to spread no messages besides whatever TV It's true. Just in. remember that's your money. My, you, not my it's money. It's no different. No. It's your money. Whose money? When you see it on the screen, big up that right, right, it could have been a dollar that your auntie was going to give you. Oh. We have invested. No dollars, these so. are our these are our dollars <laughs> that we give to this person yeah, that true. destroys I our know, community. Right? But and I'm not talking about just Tyler. But Look, people eat candy corn if too. I was, is, if I was elected <laughs> as your next celebrity of your community, yes. I promise right. to hold responsibility. So, and it's just that simple. I agree. And, and, and talk, they about, don't. So talk about this. Um, they just downgraded uh, Six Nine's album. Came out. It was supposed to get 150 million uh, CDs sold. Only sold like 30, 40 thousand. Right. Downgraded it. Uh, the the it was just the people weren't supporting it at all. I look at radio stations, Streets Nine Four Five. I know y'all listen to this podcast. Shout out to Streets Nine Four Five. They be li- they be listening to the podcast. <laughs> Every time they post a Six Nine meme on their page, you can probably look. I'm talking mad shit. Are they all the the comments? Because right. that's cap. That's cap. You can't be pro. You cannot be six promoted. nine outed the Jews when he outed the Jews. The Jews? Was, what Jews he out? He worked with, he let me tell you how now. Let me tell you how this entertainment system works, bro. Right. Okay, when he was like, when he was like, y'all don't understand. I'm on these numbers. I'm number one on the charts. Look on these charts. These numbers ain't right. These yeah. numbers ain't right. These numbers. I'm too protected. I'm such and such, such and such. Uh, Bro, let me. Do you protected. know who runs almost every industry in the United States? I'm about to say two uh, These Jews. You know who you pay your rent to? These Jews. <laughs> These Jews run shit. Uh, let me tell you something about Lou Wasserman. Lou Wasserman <laughs> was the reason why Ronald <laughs> Reagan was president, on, and he was ran by the Jews. So we got to go back to the point, though. Because if we start talking about the Jews and we don't talk about talking about the point, People could get lost in what yeah, we're trying to say. they might get okay? lost in the sauce. Like, have you, to go you, back and do the time I feel steps. like you got some things that is very pertinent to the point. The people that he bought those fake streams from, you know what I mean, his management company, there's white people in there, there's Jews in there, there's black people in there, right? right? There are people in there that are running it that are Jewish, but he's a scumbag, and he was going to find whoever can buy the billboard shit. He don't give a fuck. You think, you think 6 9 give a fuck about... Who we buy his shit from? He just want to buy his shit to get him to 
his own radish, selfish ass interest. And you feel me? People do not support six nine putting out shit, and I don't support Street Nine Four Five putting out his shit on their Instagram page. I don't like when they post this shit because it's like <laughs> right. you guys aren't listening to your audience at all. <laughs> like no, yeah. no six li- nine don't run six nine. Six nine. What conversation are we having right six, now? Six nine. Six nine is ran by the Jones. Yeah, there it goes. What are we talking about? <laughs> That's who we're trying to avoid having. Nicki <laughs> Minaj. All these people that you see on there doing all this goofy ass bullshit is entertainment for you to see what you have sold. All right. All right. Oh wow. I think six nine. Six nine. I had to look it up, man. We gotta be careful about saying. What's ran by Jews? Because that's actually what started the Holocaust. Lou Wasserman, the last yeah. mogul. Watch that. You'll understand where Universal came from. You understand where Universal theme park came from. Why movies are on television? Why television are in your homes? Jews run the world. No, <laughs> let the United States. Let me get there. Right. You gotta be careful saying that because that's like as they just they use so much <laughs> of our so assets, bro. I mean, I'm just being honest. Oh, what, what kind of bro? You people think, are not listening. Trying to listen to fake shit. This, they want to know. This how? This, no, I'm gonna tell you the real shit. White people are so evil, they don't give a fuck if they buy they dope and they guns from the Jews, they the don't. white people, <laughs> the Mexicans, the black people, what they did, they just want the dope. That's why it's, China is as insidious as it gets, bro. bro. The lowest level that you think you could operate on, just go down like two more levels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. So I understand what you're saying. My, you, you see what I'm saying? Not you know what I'm saying? Not not to get all lyrical, miracle, spiritual, because I'm I mean, I am that, but then also in this vacuum, in this space, like I said, you know, we're gonna bring the funny, we're yeah. gonna speak about the real, real, and at the end of the day, we're gonna educate you so you have something to go home and chew on. Yeah. The idea of people like having some sort of decency or, or, or kind of looking at things and being like, ah oh, man, you know, maybe I ain't gonna fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Nah. Oh no. Nah. Oh no. Nah. So you know what I'm saying? So yeah. in, in them doing that, that creates a platform for us. Like, that's why we get together and do this shit so y'all yeah. can hear it. And now it's like, you know, you got the yin and the yang. You can't, you can't yeah. have one without the other. Like, yeah. you can't have the dark without the light. But you say dark and light? Anyway, that is the dark shit I be talking about. But yeah. I'll be honest with you, it's an open perspective. You got to remember, when people were looking at black and white pictures, they never thought that it could be color. Right, bro. You know what I'm saying? We so had that. You to... guy just sit, took me somewhere else. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right, Yo, shout out to, to the Jews. Like, I'm really. I'm really. BH photo? You want me to go down the line? Yeah, I'm about to go. Look, we're about to go to BH. Oh, we about to have. There are a lot of people yeah. listening to the show, like, ooh, he gonna be a Jew. Not me. Not me. That's you. But no, real talk, if we just put it on the Jews, we don't give it, we don't give the evildoers their whole kind of um, Yeah, that's that's credit, kind of bro. put, you know, that that would be kicking the can down the road a little yeah. bit. Like, if you want to name so it. So some evil motherfuckers yeah. that wouldn't give a fuck. There's some evil people that wouldn't give a fuck. There, yes, there's Jewish gun dealers, right? Just use this for example. Yes, there's Jewish gun dealers, right? But you think somebody that wants to kill somebody with AK-47 gives a fuck about where they buy it from? Oh, oh no. No, 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 no! I, I get they just what you're saying. Bad, bro. So, so people, but have, they gonna put them guns where they're supposed to be in order to control, and no. that's what I mean. So, like six nine don't run that. Six nine don't, don't run that. Six nine to me, and his rat and shit, is is, and 
on Streets 945 just blows my mind. <laughs> I'm really bothered by this. I, I can't. I cannot them. stand every time they yeah. post Six Nine. And then you got the then you got the chicks on there supporting. They're talking about why well, y'all care? Like bitch, I listen to the station. Yeah. I don't want Six Nine affiliated with my Jay Z mix, nigga. I don't want <laughs> that shit's a mix. I, I don't I touch mean, it at all. They canceled R. Kelly, bro. So why y'all? You know yeah. what? Like they cancel R. Kelly. Hey, you gonna catch your kills? Kills ain't. They cancel R. Kelly. And I'm not child. defending him. I'm not defending <laughs> no, him. Because once you get past <laughs> a certain age, they're gonna exploit you a different way, yeah, okay? Bro, they cancel yeah. R. Kelly. So why are we letting this this purple headed, rainbow headed right. man run around and do this? Right, you got some shoes. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Oh my goodness. Will Smith oh got in good with the Jews. Oh He's been good, man. right or wrong. Oh Has man. he not been good? Magic Johnson got in yes. good too, right? That's and why he's still. After how many years of success, my brother? All right. Next for time. real, for yeah. real. Yeah. Right, right, right. Next time, man. You think. All right, so. Cap on that, man. That shit was funny, dude. Do you think. That was funny. Do you think. So, Tory Lane just put out an album. Right. And you listen to it. I don't listen to a lot of RB. I listen to a lot of thug shit. I listen to Styles and shit. I'm still, <laughs> I still listen to Jaden Kids from 2003. Still listen to DMX and shit. Yeah, I'm still. <laughs> I, I, I actually I quit listening to DMX. This is how rough I am. I quit listening to DMX after the first CD. Because <laughs> the first CD was too hard as fuck. It was too hard. You yeah, don't want to mess CD, it up. Yeah, second CD. That shit. We was in that bathtub with blood and shit. Yeah, he's singing that shit. shit. Costume <laughs> shit. I listen to. I listen to music that people think you about to off somebody, so I don't listen to Tory Lanez. You listen to Tory Lanez, I fuck with Tory Lanez, but at the same time, I listen to my slow jams and shit, too. Yeah. He put out an album, and I've heard different things talking about lyrics saying that mm -hmm. it may seem like he didn't shoot her. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would be the biggest upset of the year if Meg Thee Stallion actually did not get shot by Tory Lanez? Hold upset. on, bro. The biggest upset is upset no, number. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's no, well, 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 I let's start with let's start with hoax. But I'm listening. Is it hoax? If it's if the it's not hoax. upset, let's okay. start with hoax. hoax. Let's start hoax. with just deception. Just overall being just a, a grimy motherfucker. But the the truth about it is this, bro. When the story first came out, and I'm pretty sure we all I don't know if we all reacted the same way. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that we all reacted the same way. Like the story came out, and I know my initial thought was. Something must have happened. Like somebody must have came in the crib, tried to rob them, or, or some other situation that in, that required guns to be drawn. And in Megan Thee Stallion's defense, she got shot. <laughs> That's what I wanted to believe. But then, as the story started to develop and progress, I'm like, Yo, man, this little five foot two nigga shot this girl in the foot, bro. He sh like he he did it. And now we got the mixtape, and now it's like, oh, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I never thought. I never so. Do you think so? Do you think that Meg Thee Stallion did not get shot in the face? Hey, you know I can't answer the question. First of all, we just talked about Jews. Yeah, I'm saying. Like, you know that my bro. my answer is not gonna be yes or no. It is this nigga put out the album was silent as fuck for like two months, didn't say shit. Put out the album and this nigga's like. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, girl, right. you drive me fucking crazy. I love you. That wet ass pussy, good as fuck. I'll shoot your ass, but I ain't shoot your ass, but I may have shot your right, ass in the right, beat. Right, right, That's what I'm Bruh, saying. Bro, this nigga is in love, and he is 5'2 <laughs> with Napoleon goddamn syndrome. And his goddamn manager and his psychologist told him, don't you go out there and say shit in front of that camera, but she gonna give you, don't you say shit. Go to, go to your studio. Go to your studio. Right. And that nigga went to the studio for two months, recorded that shit, and put that shit out. Right. All right. If he did it or not, I don't know. If 
I hope that he didn't because Megan <laughs> Stallion is Let's not go. a good representation <laughs> to anybody's darling. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. So if he did, so that would we would lose Meg for a little bit. We would. We would. I don't know. Or Elva. I hope the I internet would probably some girls, cancel. Shorty. Some girls wouldn't fuck with her just because that and. I'd be like, I should be bouncing around on stage and videos and shit. I'd be missing that. I'd get sad. Yeah, I would be a little. Uh, yeah. I need to, you know, it's not that, it's not that that is like, that's it. Fuck it. I'm going to just go ahead on and say it. I was going to bite my tongue, but bro, like right now, I feel like that's a pretty important part of the internet. It's like, so you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people that make money off that. It's a lot of people that waste their time off of that shit. Yeah, bro. And it's a lot of people who are embodying that sort of like, you know, whatever she want to bring along with that wave. Like, yeah, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to drink Hennessy. I'm going to shake my ass on all of these other motherfuckers' boats. And, like, other people are emulating that. But as a byproduct of that, that's encouraging them to do positive shit. Like, get their fucking life together. Uh, fucking, like, be maybe a little healthier. Like, work out. Um, be friends with women. You see what I'm saying? Like, they doing all of this shit thinking that that's the way that you emulate what Megan Thee Stallion is going to do. And if we're going to counsel her for getting fake shot by Tory Lanez, like, damn, what all of these bitches going to do now? <laughs> They're not going to have shit to do tomorrow. you going to need a therapy for bitches. Hell yeah. these motherfuckers is going to be in that therapy. Nick going to come back in. Yeah, right. I need Nick Minaj to come in with a cape and X out Cardi M.A. That's what I need. You, she going to uh, her with her uh. walker. She going to come in on a... Uh, that's a walker like an old lady uh, and shit. Yeah, no. she gonna take off. She gonna take off her uh, old lady, her her moo moo. I was yeah, mad right? at Nikki. Where, this, her sleeping clothes that she just wear every day. I well, was shout out to Nikki because though she got a baby on the way or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's already here. Yeah, she, it might be here already. Ooh, but is it? Whose is it? I wonder. Uh, mine. It's mine. Say it's energy gun. Let me make tabloids. <laughs> it's mine. Oh uh, man, hey, but no cap though. Like I just feel like man, if that is the truth, like if if Tori, it's a facts to Tori we're talking about. Yeah. Then dang, you know, dang, sorry, R.I.P., you know what I'm saying. For a brief amount of time, she's going to have to go to internet jail for a little bit, bro. You think? If For sure, man. Internet I know. She's about to lose her check like R. Kelly, mommy. Yeah, I would have to. Uh, if, if she put that out there that he didn't shoot her, because it, it did seem like it is hard to shoot somebody in both heels. Yeah. You know, that's. that's or was in the heel? Yeah, I saw the, I saw the footage. I saw the pictures. The pictures look like she, she got injured on her feet. The video when she so came hard out and explained somebody got injured on The video feet. when she came out and explained <laughs> It's too hard to believe, bro. Yeah, it is hard to believe. The video when she came out and explained like how it went down and like how adamant she was in the video, like even that was kinda hard for me to digest. I'm like, really? Like did he rip you? I get like for real. And then for him to come out and say that there's two sides to the story and that we don't have the, all the information. It's like, well... But then the nigga apologized, though. The nigga, did, he apologized? Yeah, he apologized. I thought he just came back and dissed everybody. No, no, no. From what I understand, no. it was like some text message conversation between the two of them. Oh, yeah, in yeah, which yeah. He sorry, apologized. I was drunk. I heard yeah. that. But that's not he right. said sorry, I drunk for shit. That was like a text message apology. Yeah, I heard Yeah, that. he was like, oh, I was drunk and I bust your ass. Yeah, like, that's, not, that's not a real <laughs> apology, bro. No, that's not... I don't know if it's real or not. I'm just saying, like, these are the series of events and yeah. now we are asked to decide, like, who is lying. Yeah. <laughs> Tori's one of my homeboys. I ain't going to lie. Shout That's out. how I feel. That's okay. how I feel. Right. After okay. listening to his album, he's one of my homeboys. He got he, he take women too serious. He need to calm down. Goddamn. And he she to probably shouldn't have fucked him like that. If she did fuck him, she probably shouldn't have just threw it on him like that. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. no, Man, no. You probably got some good yeah. ass pussy. She probably, like she probably threw it on his ass, and he got mad, and, like, but he's so small. whatever. Is that, is that what they want out here? Like, because I swear to God, I'm small. Megan, yeah. Megan, 
Like, you know, I don't need her to you be, she be my wife. She listen, Meg. I know you listening. What's up? Yeah, I ain't worried. I don't want to be my wife. Um, I hit one time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, so she probably uh, should have threw it on him like that. So yeah, Michael, Michael. So things that got getting thrown around. Michael Bloomberg just threw around sixteen million dollars and got people who are out of jail apparently, who are just on the streets, who are felons, mm. got their fines. Thirty-two thousand of them got their fines. Paid off by sixteen million dollars, so now they can vote. They These people were not in jail. Now they are back out. They're on the streets. Now they can vote. Yeah. Uh, they may not. The problem is they might may not register to vote. Right? Register to vote? They trying to register for a crib, my nigga. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? They trying to register That's for funny. that good EBT. You heard me? They trying to register for that. They trying to live some life. Yeah, they trying to live some life. Just pay. They probably can do all kind of shit. They can. They could probably man. You get all of your freedoms back. You know, I I don't know. I'm I never been a felon. I imagine I imagine that's probably just like that, bro. I imagine you like you said. You, you did ten years before. I have never done ten years. Ten I imagine years they stamp you. Come out after ten years. Yeah. A cell phone. You be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it'd be like that unless you 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 straight in there, right? Unless like, they really put money in your books you, like that, right? And he'd be like, "Yeah, don't use no cash. You will use Bitcoin today." Yeah, don't use cash. <laughs> Bitcoin. <Right. laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's I'm, how I would be. I'm on these streets. I barely use Bitcoin. Somebody say, I'm outside right now. Oh, yeah, it's your right mama, here. and then turn around and your mama actually on the screen looking at you talking to you. Yeah. That's a big thing, bro. That's they a don't big give thing. a fuck about voting. Yeah. Like, when did, <laughs> right, because when did, when did the iPhone come out, bro? The iPhone it was... came like, oh, 08, maybe. Okay, so that was 12 years ago? Yeah, iPhone So if I did like 15... 08, <laughs> you feel me? I did 15, and the last thing I remember seeing was, like, that little prime code joint. You remember that? The, yeah. <laughs> right. A make, Razor phone or something? You make that phone that you can make beats on? Yes. Remember and, I had that? <laughs> yeah. Or like a up. sidekick or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, sidekick. And then you come outside and the motherfucker got FaceTime. Oh, nigga, what? What? <laughs> what? He talking about register the vote. He register the vote. I'm trying to make vote. a call, bro. Right, so <laughs> I wanted to, but this is the crazy part to me. Thirty-two felons is a lot of motherfuckers in jail. Thirty-two thousand right? motherfuckers. Thirty-two thousand felons. Isn't it crazy that it only takes sixteen million to clear up thirty-two thousand people's records and change their life? Hey, you know who else? And made? sixteen million ain't shit. It's a lot of it's million. a lot of garbage ass quarterbacks in the NFL right, that made right. sixteen million dollars in their career, bro. That is See, right. People that's got the least they could do. Million, probably ten cribs got sold in Atlanta for sixteen million. Yes, you made us watch this sorry ass shit Sunday and Sunday in and Sunday out. You made sixteen million dollars. You could have freed yourself. Thirty two thousand motherfuckers. There's condo. There's buildings where each building, like no condos, is sixteen million dollars. Right. In New York City. You start thinking about sixteen million dollars across the whole or gated world. communities down here. You know what I'm saying? Some of these, some them houses are expensive, change, bro. So imagine, so I imagine if they just took a billion, they could probably clear up all the fines for all. Like just, I'm just throwing that number yeah. out there. How a about billion. They probably made up. <laughs> they made up the whole system in order for niggas to get paid to be out. Yeah. Right. It's on the debt oh. system for money that don't even exist. They'd be like, yo, five thousand dollars that you will never get. Oh right. my god. You, you know, I'm. I'm not. Uh, what do you call them people when you uh, um, look at something you're like, oh, this story happened. What is that called? Conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a realist. Okay. And you look at really why shit happened. Why does she have an attitude when she come in? So think about you know, this. It's a billion dollar investment. And these people's debt to keep a ten billion dollar system going have the people that work and have to go and service these uh, fines. Yeah, people that have to go and um, officers that had to go around check fines and arrest yeah, people. Right. The bounty industry, right? The court industry is probably depend on people coming back 
and going to see these fines every you got to see what I don't know how so 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 a court is ran by state or city yeah jails are privatized so let's talk about that real quick yeah Walmart uses their succession their proceeds that they make to invest into things jails are one of those privatized things yeah so I didn't know Walmart invests in private prisons, but they, yes. it's, they got their money. They can do it. It's legal to buy it, so why but wouldn't it's, they? But it's their money. Yeah. But whose money is it before? The power is in our hands. We're giving our money they to Walmart. They are making jails so, <laughs> off so, of our money to... <laughs> so if we went in and talked to... But the thing is, a lot of these corporations are behind the scenes. Like, the, not if you can get Walmart to stop, I think we can get public campaign for Walmart because everybody knows what Walmart is. But... Nobody gives a fuck about who Walmart's trucking company is, yeah. right? We don't know who the fuck Walmart buys or disinfectant from that cleans all the thousands of stores. Well, shit, Walmart's driving China, right? <laughs> right, China, whatever. We don't know who get, did it, but those companies, they are now. They can have their own agendas yeah. and they can start funding and shit too. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I a, mean, it's a big web of so it's a big web of money that goes into keeping all us. that Bloomberg. All that does is make a white person look good. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a that's lot of, I mean, that's that a lot of swag was, he bought for 16 million. That's the only reason million. why they did it. And he's talking in the language of that. Yeah. Think like an alien real quick and cashed on me, shit, jail, went nothing, containment, the humans. It's just a whole different perspective that you could come in and try to deal with the whole situation. Yeah. And when you talk about Bloomberg, Bloomberg lost already. He went in and spent as much money on ads as he could on Instagram and right. social media and all that and failed. So then he tried to go in a different way. And right now it's it's a white man's battle. Yeah. And until we're out there doing the same things, okay. Until we're imprisoning people like Bill Cosby, until we're fucking building jails, right. until we buy all the products from China, raise it up three hundred percent, and sell it in Walmart, until we're actually doing that, we don't really contend. So it's good conversation. Yeah. But until we actually are ready to play, Jordan makes more money off of shoes than any man in the world. How much power does Phil he Knight actually makes, have? Phil though? Knight makes more money off of the shoes than he made. How yeah. much power does he actually have? Jordan, so we looked at the other day. Phil Knight, the owner of Nike, is worth like twenty-seven billion, and Jordan's worth like two billion. You're right. So he's making a he is making a white man rich off of these off of these sneakers. Us as black men, we don't have our power, and that's the war that we're gonna have to fight over these next hundred and two hundred years. What do you what advice? So this, I want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. We're about but before we wrap it up, well, I like to give my uh, listeners uh, some game for my people that come on to my my show. Uh, anything that is pertinent to you, game wise, that you haven't discussed yet, or anything that you that talk about your journey, something that people may not know about you. Is I I'm, I I can sit here and I can tell you a whole bunch. Of, I should be wearing chains and fucking some cool ass four hundred dollars shoes and some fire ass pants and everything for everybody to really be able to articulate with me. I've done more than all that. I don't care about that part. My mm-hmm. part is how much it hurts to wake up in the morning and not be able to have shit around you that you need to feel okay. How do you do that? Understand your power is an individual. Stop focusing on mine, yours, hers, and his. And when you understand how powerful you are as a conscious being, mm-hmm. like conversations like this is fire. They're fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, you're probably developing and building some infrastructure, doing something somewhere else. So finding 
profound that you ain't gonna you ain't gonna ask them questions. I think our most fucked up thing is to be able to look up at these celebrities and be like, this is who I'm following every single day. Mm-hmm. This is the information. This is what I'm learning from them. Us celebrities, us influencers, us leaders have a responsibility, and that is to lead. No matter how much I am paid or not paid, and right now we're failing at those things. But I think people like you, where yeah. you can come off, record, podcast, believe in your stuff, push for it. And not only just this, I've seen you do many things. B, for real. Yeah. Over the years, you've pushed many things. That right there, all is an individual. If we could all do that as a community, believe in our own businesses and create and be our own, yeah. then this, all this shit would change. There you go. Each one, each one, all y'all out there, y'all are very powerful individuals in your own separate I ways. I am a god. This ain't no fun, motivational. Fifth grade, I invited a mentor, nigga. You are a god. You are a and god. And don't let nobody take that from you. Yes. And your words, and the words that you come out your pow- out your mouth are your power, right? So own your power. Own those words that come out your mouth. Yes. And then you're going to own everything else around you. T-Money. Hey, Fuck it, I'm ready to go tear this motherfucker down right now. Energy God said, I'm a God, fuck, I'm about to fuck y'all niggas up. You heard me? I'm about to come out this bitch. Y'all nigga, I'm coming out with anything. Socks, drawers, t-shirts, motherfucker, all that shit. Ramen noodles with my face on it, nigga. <laughs> nah, I'm here. about to harvest some right. juice. <laughs> you feel me? And, and about to give me some good juice, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, nah, but I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know me, you know I'm going to come with this motherfucker and try to, you know what I'm saying, try to lighten shit up. But the truth is this, man. You know, everybody, like I was saying before earlier in the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Producers got to produce. Barbers got a barber. Drivers got to drive. Pilots got a pilot. You know, whatever it is that you are called to do, bro, it's your duty to do it. Like, you got to go do it. You, so, so you know, if you if you on your way there, if you got the side hustle on your way to what you're trying to execute, if you're already executing it and, you know, you feel like you're scuffling along the way, bro, Continue forward. Yes, it's dark and scary in that room. You don't know what's on the other side of there. But go in there. You know, go in there and see what it is. And and I guarantee you, if you keep what your purpose is and walk in that purpose, regardless what anybody says, whatever you lose, whatever price you pay on the other side of it, bro, is what you're really looking for, what you really want, what you really want out of life. And, and ultimately, what you're going to be able to give everybody else around you is on the other side of that. Mm. Yeah, that's it. I follow the energy guy at I am energy God. Follow T Money at A. A T Money like A with a bud. A what up? A T Money. So it's A Y E T Money, and you can follow me. You know, Brandon Dix, the founder of Heartland Hip Hop, on all your social media platforms. One thing, final thought is, we didn't get into a whole bunch of details about the money and the dollars and cents what energy God done where he gets his funding from because that's not the important thing the important thing is that you focus on yourself and then you'll find the energy you'll find the resources you are a god you have it in yourself so may all your pain be champagne may all your tears (laughs) be tears of joy and this is at bd dollars the founder of heartland hip-hop let's go peace all right bro Hey, bro, you so, you good at what you do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs>